levels 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 yep we think we're ready hey i've got levels now it's cool oh, how right. about that <clears throat> hey uh i don't mean to alarm you but there is a non-zero chance that space debris could hit your house or, or my house well one no offense but i'm less concerned about your house than mine <laughs> and b what the hell are you talking about so the Chinese pr space program has this new feature. They're now firing rockets into space and just letting them fall to earth uncontrolled. Like they don't, they don't care where they hit. Like they don't even know. They themselves don't even know where it will fall. So you're telling me that junk is going to fall out of the sky and plummet to the ground. Yes. So pretty much like our attempts at humor with Dwayne guess a number. <laughs> Not wrong. Hi, toddlers. Welcome to episode 140 of Talking to Todd, a weekly podcast with Dwayne Johnson and Todd Prenz, where failure is always an option. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Todd. Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. Another day, another Marriott courtyard. Ah, <laughs> uh, the, the jet-setting life of a corporate travel person. <laughs> <laughs> some shows it's a Marriott Marquis some shows it's a Marriott Courtyard by the way just from our cold open uh, Ars Technica which I where I got that story from mm -hmm. the headline for this is it's time to play find the falling Chinese rocket once again <laughs> an even <laughs> less popular game <laughs> than Dwayne gets a number I didn't think that was possible, but as it turns out, yes, yes. Um, yeah, this is an actual thing. The Chinese have a rocket. I think it's Long March Five uh, B. They they shoot it into space, and they don't have it's it when it's done. It's about twenty tons, but they never bothered to put an engine on it to push it into the atmosphere to burn up. So they just shoot it up there, and then. It just comes down and it's big enough that it doesn't serve. It doesn't burn up in the atmosphere. So they've done this twice before. Once it hit an ocean and once it hit on land. So good luck, everybody. Uh, it's about a week. Something's coming down. The The B stands for be careful. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. So feedback, follow up, updates. We got yeah. a bunch of stuff in here. Yeah, let's go. Uh, from toddler number one. Yes. Last episode, we spent a great deal of time talking about the behind the scenes stuff. We don't, we don't need to know how the sausage is made. <laughs> she says, you can keep that to yourself. All right. Okay. Okay. Yeah, good to know. Um, and then secondly, you were complaining about how much walking you were doing at a convention. Yes. And Amy looks at me. Doesn't he hike? <laughs> just just to ask you a question, not a commentary, just asking questions. Yes, but not usually in dress shoes and a blazer. <laughs> Fair point. Sure. Yes. Had now, I known, would... had I known, I would have brought my hiking shoes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I would have brought I would have brought my pack with my uh with my water bladder in it so i can you know just get some water on the way um yeah camera yeah. haul your camera around with you right could have done that sure, sure. stop yep. take a look at the wildlife which by the way uh i didn't grab a picture of it but there was a sign next to the food tent that warned you not to go swimming in the lake <laughs> in florida <laughs> i was making it up nope nope and the way that the sign was set, it was like, 
it wasn't that obvious of a sign. And it's like, this has got to be really hard for Disney. The lawyers say you got to put a sign up that says, please don't, because it said something about um, due to uh, local wildlife, uh, absolutely no swimming or wading. And I'm thinking, chipmunks? Um, little bitty lizards yeah, running around. Little, like, live in my backyard. Yeah. Yeah. Like the lawyers are like, we, we got to put up a sign. But then the guest relations people are like, but we can't draw attention to it. <laughs> so it's like, here's a sign. But let's make it green so it blends with everything. Oh, how about how about Lisa? Anything there? Uh, your um, your reference of here's another edition of our wives' least favorite game got a pretty good laugh. <laughs> You're welcome. It's funny because it's true. <laughs> um, I've got a I've got a feeling because um, there is a significant backlog in idiots um, that while we may not be making nominations, we've gotten submissions yes. and I know I've collected a ton. One submission was from Sarah Judson Brown. So this is a piece of, of feedback. I'm going to text this to you. All right. Um, I'm looking at, it's obviously from Walmart because it's great quality, great price guaranteed. Ingredients, broccoli, may contain, may contain traces of milk, almonds, wheat, and soy. Wait, what? It's, it's a bag of broccoli. That's the only thing that's in it. <laughs> that may happen to have some milk, almonds, wheat, and soy. How did they make this broccoli? <laughs> oh. Well, if it's milk, almonds, wheat, soy, that means the broccoli, the broccoli plant must be like right in the middle of like a between a Starbucks and like a Jamba Juice. <laughs> right? <laughs> and it's entirely possible stuff is just spraying everywhere. <laughs> uh. Hey, by the way, uh do you want some broccoli? Oh, I can't. I'm lactose intolerant. Wait, Wait what? what? <laughs> um, is this broccoli gluten free? Maybe. Can't, can't say yes for sure. <laughs> I'm allergic to nuts. Would you like the broccoli? You're not yeah. catching me this time. <laughs> Man. Oh, and I feel for Sarah because she's been dealing with this diet to try to figure out what's going on health wise for quite a while now and finding things for her to be able to eat and stay, you know, nourished, uh, is difficult. And then Walmart just kind of piles on just, uh, I mean, it is kind of shocking that quality control at Walmart grocery isn't what it needs to be. I mean, don't they also own the Broncos is I what's in the package for the Broncos, what's on the label? Just, I, I thought maybe there was a theme <laughs> here with that Walmart ownership. It's just curious. I was about to say at least we didn't get rid of our leading tackler, but yes, we did. <laughs> oh, yes, we did. I mean, we week. got something. We got something for him because at the end of the season, we were going to get nothing for him. So at a very minimum, we got something, and I guess I have to be fine with that, even though um, not just our leading tackler, but the league's leading tackler. Did you know that? We traded away the league's leading tackler. Fine. Well, fine. I mean, who needs, I mean, who needs somebody to tackle anybody in the NFL, right? Right. Like I mean, you're well, yeah. not offense. You weren't, you weren't relying on your defense anyway. <laughs> <laughs> says the guy who wishes they could have the Chicago offense. Anyway, okay, what else we got? Um, last week, we talked about uh, potential tours for bands. Yes. We got some feedback from Greg. All, and I have to say, all from Greg, because, because Sherry stood for none of it. <laughs> Didn't want to be a part of it. Nope, did not want to be associated with this at all. Let's see. So 
it started with he started with family palooza lineup. Okay. Daddy Yankee, the Mamas and the Papas, Mother Mother, Sister Sledge, the Pointer Sisters, the Isley Brothers, the Statler Brothers, the Jonas Brothers, the Brothers Johnson, the Blues Brothers, and Da Baby. <laughs> and I that's a big, I, that's a big lineup. It really is. And I told him he forgot Uncle Cracker. Mm. I don't know how you could forget Uncle Cracker, but he did. <laughs> and he wrote, "Thanks for this." I can't turn my brain off. (laughs) And he clearly couldn't because later that day he sent. I know you say no sex stuff, but. This tour grouping would be the sex pistols, bare naked ladies. Tool. Jack Johnson. And the Flaming Lips. That would be a wonderful Summerfest lineup. Oh, and then he forgot the butthole servers. Ugh. Sherry would like to speak with whoever created this monster. That would be us. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, and I said that uh, he also on that list forgot Kiss and Limp Biscuit. <laughs> so- sorry, Sherry. Sorry. On behalf of management... Uh, I, I'm trying to think if I, I think I may have, I may have come up with a couple others. Uh, yes. I came up with a couple of others while I was during, during, during the week off, uh, Amy provided, uh, she was reading an article that Bono's son has a new band. Maybe it's not new, but Bono's son from U2 has a band called inhaler. Okay. And she thought that they should tour with air supply. Hmm. There you go. Okay. I thought pink should tour with deep purple. <laughs> All right. And color me bad. Uh, with uh, with special guest uh, Blue Oyster Cult. Yes. And, don't. Uh, and opening green, with Green Day. With Green Yes. See, there you go. And occasionally Red Hot Chili Peppers. Uh, I, I, uh, I thought Madonna should tour with the Kinks. <laughs> And, and ACDC should tour with ELO, which is the Electric Light Orchestra. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, coming out of our house, uh, by the way, uh, we think that a good lineup would be Poison and The Cure. <laughs> yep. And if Poison is not available, you could always have Anthrax and The Cure. <laughs> also. Yes, you can do either one, either really either one of those. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was fun. I I enjoyed I enjoyed that. And and if you if if the listeners, if the toddlers come up with others, would love to would love to hear them. Uh, Let's see. Where else were we on our rundown? Did you get other feedback? Um, Last night I was out uh, out walking and. ran into Yvonne uh, and Wrigley, uh, their dog. And um, she let me know that she had some, uh, she had some driving time in the last couple of weeks. So she got caught up on the backlog um, when she, when she's out for drives Uh, talking to Todd is her, uh, it's how she spends her time. I I apologized. Um, She, she uh, particularly liked some of the wedding content um specifically uh hey todd what are you watching all of my money go right out the window to pay for the wedding <laughs> and uh she also said that she uh really laughed at uh chief bridesmaid <laughs> which is not right at all she's <laughs> impressed however that you immediately came up that that was going to be the show title so anyway uh apparently apparently we've we've done some funny stuff recently and wrigley's adorable so yes Doug from the Idiot Toddlers texted me. Yes. You can. Uh, those who aren't smart enough to find talking to Todd. We don't need them. And you probably don't want this to get too big anyway, because then the expectations from an audience start creeping in. And I said, yeah, you know, Todd's wife assumes that we want people to find it. <laughs> 
I've been getting some thought to this though. Okay. And I and I think I have it's gonna require a little bit more work, let's be honest, on your part. But I I think we can solve this. Which is we already do talking to Todd. All we have to do is register talking to Todd, do the exact same show. We just release it under another feed. <laughs> and really all that we need to do is right at the end, when we do like the closing, like basically at the beginning, welcome to talking to Todd. Right. And then, and then you just drop out the no G, no space and then boom, we're done. And now we're doing, uh, we're doing two podcasts a week. Thanks, Eli. <laughs> yeah. Can we just do a redirect? Yeah, probably, but it's not nearly as fun as having two podcasts. I mean, sure, if you want to get all technical. Well, can we get all technical? Can we talk about Todd's technical corner? Um, sure. Yep, we can do that. Um, well, I don't know whether this is Todd's technical corner or whether it's a... Uh... Um, actually... Do you know the name of the new iOS? iOS 16? Yes. 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 Uh, the, the version that got released for the desktop. Uh, Ventura. Yes. Because on last week's show, I believe... Um, actually... You called it something different. Does it matter? Yeah, probably. Sure. Monterey, Big Sur, Calabasas. I, I believe I you called it... I believe you called it Monterey. Bakersfield. Yes. Uh, Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I'm like, so the, uh, the new one. But, mm, so I'm going to. Mm, all right. Fine. We want to do this. We want to do this. All right. You want to dance? Okay. We're going to sure. dance. Um, <laughs> in the, um, actually, is there a new iOS? This is Mac OS, not iOS. Thank you very much. <laughs> you um, actually, my um, actually. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yes. Okay. That's fair. And it's entirely possible I got something wrong there in my excitement. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> By the way, you may want to cut this part out, but um, your, I don't know if it's your internet or my internet. My internet's probably going to go crappy here in a couple of minutes. But uh, for the last 10 minutes, uh, I'm just texting you the video I'm getting from you. It's a solid picture that is frozen. And this is the look that I'm looking at. <laughs> Oh, very nice. <laughs> I mean, it's like you're laughing at all my jokes. <laughs> well, that's got to boost your ego. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And we're not going to tell the sad story now, but. <sighs> oh, um, um, let's see. Oh, do we have more follow up? We we do. Did you see Ian Happ won a gold glove? I did. Now, does he get a pair of them or does he just get like one? Well, it's his first. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Sorry, this, I, I was I was pretend I was pretending like you, you get you get a pair of gloves, not a baseball guy. Oh no! Oh oh! See, now that I've yes. explained it, now it's funny. No. Oh yeah, of course. Yes, it that adds to the humor so much. Yes. Yeah. Because we've talked we've talked about Ian Hat before, and how you know Amy talked about how short he was in person. Yeah. I yeah. Just wanted, now, to, wanted to call that out again. I wonder if in person, if that glove is smaller than it looks, that's, right? Like just. It's <laughs> a great question. It really yeah. is. Yeah. He's just a little fella. <laughs> well, he looks a whole lot bigger on TV. <laughs> God, I hate being in triple A. <laughs> that's what motivated him to fix his swing and get back up to the big club. <laughs> Amy should be expecting a check any day now. Yeah. Um. Also, as follow-up, real quick, uh, news broke this week that Girls 5 Eva is leaving its longtime home for two seasons on Peacock, and it has been sold or traded to Netflix. So oh. season three will be appearing on Netflix, and I believe uh, seasons one and two will also move there. And uh, there is some thought that uh, it could actually become a hit now that it's on a service that people actually watch. <laughs> Sounds like like Schitt's Creek. Isn't that on that Canadian thing? Is that? <laughs> it, yeah, it was for yeah Pop TV, where the commercials were so damn annoying that I couldn't stand it. 
So anyway, uh, if if uh, be looking for Girls Five Eva uh, on on Netflix now, and apparently Peacock is now um, just getting rid of most of its shows. Oh, are yeah. they going to keep Quantum Leap? Because we have been watching Quantum Leap. I think they're fine there because Quantum Leap technically is on NBC, which then means it's on Peacock. Okay. Later, they seem to be getting rid of most of their originals, which did, only three people watched. So, and Amy and I are two of them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, let's see. Uh, I I know this is all idiots all the time. Do we have anything for this week in Farve? Um. Other than I saw a picture of somebody could, I saw a picture of a Halloween costume um, where you could go as Brett Favre uh, that said that it, uh, it, it included, uh, um, it included $5 million in taxpayer funds and a, uh, and an indictment, but did not include, uh, did not include any welfare checks. So um, yeah, I I think that's, (laughs) Was that a was that a spirit Halloween costume? I believe it was. Yes, yes. So in that in that vein, did you see Amy's costume that she did for work? I did not. See if you can zoom in on that. If you can't zoom in on it all, all right. This is a spirit. It's director of business operations. Uh, includes lots of checklists. Phone with IT on speed dial. Your WAP email, <laughs> mom voice when needed, Moscow Moscow mule in case of emergencies. <laughs> That's a very specific costume. I'm just going to say. <laughs> and that costume won funniest costume at her office party this week. <laughs> so, yep, the spirit Halloween costume. We we mocked that up so that she's like, I don't really want to wear a costume. I said. Let's do a take on the spirit Halloween costume meme, and then you don't have to dress up. And so I created the outline, and then she wrote the text custom to her. And then we had um, FedEx Kinko's ding plug uh, printed out, and then she cut it out, and she just wandered around with this spirit Halloween costume thing next to her face. So... It's it's a it was a lazy costume, but a successful one nonetheless. It wasn't lazy. If it won, it was efficient. It was an efficient one. Oh, let's see. So that happened this week. Oh, okay. So all idiots, all the what the hell did you do here? Oh, well, you copied see, you, me. You, I I see you, and I raise you. You've given me three to pick from. So I have this huge backlog of idiots. So I have four idiots from you to choose from. Okay. okay. Uh, idiot, uh, topic number one, where did the ballots go? No sex stuff. Oh, sorry. Just never mind. That's all fun. <laughs> yeah, never mind. Uh, number two, no golfing in the Grand Canyon. Number three, suspended tree. Number four, it wasn't me, bear edition. Well, I'm... I'm interested in bear edition because it might have something to do with the Chicago bears, but I'm also interested in golf. Uh, golf is going to win out here. Let's, let's hear no golfing in the grand Canyon. Alrighty. A person was caught hitting a golf ball from the top rim of the grand Canyon into the grand Canyon was caught by people on their picture of them, which by the way, it's a national park and it's like 2000 feet to the bottom. Like you're not supposed to be hitting crap into the national, like you're in the national park and while hitting the golf ball, the club broke. So the club also went all the way down to the bottom in the grand Canyon. Now, when you say someone, is that like asking for a friend? No, because uh, none, none of my drive, none of my drives go two thousand feet. <laughs> Come on, don't worry about that. No, but how many clubs have you broken when we've been golfing together? 
Yes, but the but the head goes further than the ball. So <laughs> if it would have been yes. me, the ball would have just sat there and the club head would have gone. So, so then it was, we're going to have to find this person and figure out who they are because they're going to need, because technically they've now committed a federal crime. Oop. Um, I wonder if we're going to be able to figure out who this person is. Well, we can figure out who this person is. Uh, because the person who did it uh, has nearly 7 million followers on TikTok and 2.9 million followers on Instagram and posted the video of her doing this in a national park on her accounts and took full credit for it. Yes. Oh. <sighs> yeah. So she's facing three class B misdemeanors and charges that are unlikely to lead to any jail time, but could be worth a thousand dollar in fines per offense so anyway um multiple idiots uh one oh and, and uh, sorry now that i now that i see the picture uh oh yeah 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 the club broke but um it she's left with a handle in her hand but the entire club head and the entire shaft went into the grand canyon as well so anyway um stupid for doing it and even now, on the other hand, if she has 7 million TikTok followers, a $1,000 fine, it, that's just the cost of doing business. But um, hey, she, yeah. So she's TikTok famous. Do I know this person? Let's see. Uh, Katie Sigmund. No. I didn't really want to give her any more publicity, but there you go. So anyway, so by the way, no golfing in the Grand Canyon. Don't do it. Even Good if you're, even if you're a TikTok star. Anyway, so there you go, idiot. So you brought four. I brought my standard three. Yep. Uh, story number one. Well, cello there. Two, uh, sick burn, dude. And number three, a hat on a hat. You know what? Uh, for for pure wordplay alone, I'm going to go with well cello there. <laughs> <laughs> so this could be, I mean, I put it in idiots, but it could be travel stories and it could also be follow up. Okay. So as I was getting off of the plane in New Orleans. This guy was ahead of me. So not only did he board the plane with a very large stringed instrument in a yes. hard case yes. as a backpack, and he was five, eight, five, nine. It's almost, it's as tall as he is, right? It wasn't a string bass. It was a cello. All right. In addition to the cello as his carry-on. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. It's probably a very expensive cello. I get it. Needs to come into the cabin. Sure. Have, absolutely. Okay. We'll sure. make some space for this one thing. Right. In addition to the cello, he had a rollerboard suitcase. Yep. Also a briefcase yeah, and also a, a grocery bag. <laughs> Do whatever you want, whatever <laughs> Christmas. Lisa and I went to England for five weeks earlier this year with less crap than this guy got on the airplane by himself with. See, cause I'm thinking I may have found a loophole just by a cello case and put all of my clothes and look and everything in there and then carry on the cello case. Cause it's clearly acceptable to have something that doesn't fit in the square box. Yeah. The problem is, you know what? You got it right. Everybody's like trying to get their bag. That's a half an inch or one inch bigger, or just maybe it can just lean into it. Right. Oh yeah. Oh no. Oh. This thing's six feet long. <laughs> oh, it's not going to fit, but it's got to come with me. What? With that and a clipboard, you would you would you wouldn't believe where you can get. I will say this: Was he on your flight? Yeah, 
my only question is did, did the cello have a did he just buy the cello a seat <laughs> i i don't know what happened to it because because realistically if he bought the cello a seat then technically i think he's allowed one more bag right oh that's, because yeah the roller, the, the roller board and the briefcase counts as his two items and the cello gets the shopping bag the cello can have one more piece of luggage <laughs> Scary thing is, you're all you're all loving your gold medallion status. That cello is probably platinum. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> it gets upgraded before you do. <laughs> Pre-boarding drinks for the cello. <laughs> no thanks. I'm playing later. Uh, those were pretty quick. The golfing story and the cello. There. Do you want to do another yep. one? Yeah. You know what? Since we're not doing Dwayne guess a number, why don't we? You know what? Do you want to? Do you want to do? Do you want to pick one more? Did you? Did you want the bear edition? Um, which, yeah, it wasn't the bear a edition. Let's hear that. Okay, it has nothing to do with Chicago Bears, however. <clears throat> Dateline, South Lake Tahoe. Uh, this is from the Los Angeles Times. South Lake Tahoe council candidate accused of breaking into his ex's home says a bear is to blame. Um. Police arrived at the home of uh, so a person who's running for the city council for South Lake Tahoe was found in the apartment of his um, ex-girlfriend and uh, found with uh, her uh, property destroyed and some of it burned. And he was found inside of there Uh, when he was arrested. As he told it, um, he went to the apartment after work because he was feeling sick. And while he was there, he had an unexpected encounter with a bear. He heard a noise outside. His ex-girlfriend's pit bull started barking and running through the apartment, knocking things over. That's why things were knocked over. It was the pit bull. He didn't do that. Then the bear broke a window pane by the door and entered the apartment. At that point, he freaked out. So he started throwing objects at the bear, breaking another window. At one point, he said he tripped and fell through a third window and cut his hand on the broken glass before collapsing and passing out. When he awoke, his ex-girlfriend and the police were inside the apartment. However, the bear had found his way out and there was and he was gone. Um, Sure, sure he did. Sure, sure he did. Did the ring doorbell pick up any of this? He was released on $35,000 bond and is expected to appear in court six days after the election. Not helping his case, um, he has a previous felony conviction of spousal abuse from 2013. He said the charges against him was accurate, but he was not aware that he had been convicted or that the case was ever on his criminal record. When asked about the previous conviction, he would not say what he had thought had happened to the case. Hey, in 2013, oh, that's accurate. But I didn't know that I was charged or I don't know what happened to it. Anyway, um, by the way, he is still on the ballot because simply being charged because he's simply charged right now. uh, And that doesn't disqualify you, nor does being an incredibly bad liar. So (laughs) anyway. Wasn't me. It was the bear. Uh huh. Yeah. That's the best you got. Give me a couple more minutes and I'll see what I can do. I don't know. This is almost too much to bear. <sighs> nope. Not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to engage in this. You're time. not going nope. to play along. I'm not going to, I'm not going to work. The, I'm not going to explore that space this time. I don't think that was, that was a really big pause. It'll just get too grizzly for us. It gets too grisly. Don't want this to turn into a circus. All right. What else we got? Um, do you want to pick one of my other two? Um, sure. Let's uh, let's hear about, um, we got sick burn dude and a hat on a hat. You know what? I, let's, let's hear about a hat on a hat. So this could also be a travel story in the Uber on the way to the airport this morning, my Uber driver was telling me about her last trip 
to Las Vegas. We're talking about travel, blah, blah, blah. So she goes to Vegas, she and her girlfriend, and she buys this massive Louis Vuitton piece of luggage for 50 bucks. Sounds legit. Right? Yep. She's like, it came all the way up to my butt. It was huge, but it was 50 bucks and I couldn't pass it up. She said, here was the problem though. To get it home, I ended up putting a suitcase in a suitcase. (laughs) And then when I got to the counter to check it, it cost me a hundred dollars because I was overweight because I had too much stuff. I had a suitcase and a suitcase. It cost me a hundred dollars. I figured what the hell go larger, go home. So I just stuffed it full of stuff and it was, it was a hundred dollars and I didn't say anything cause she was driving. Yeah. yeah you kind of needed her to take you to the place. Did, yeah. Right. I didn't want her to just pull over and say, get the hell out of my car. But the thought crossed my mind that had she just taken the one suitcase out of the other and checked two bags, she'd have been less than her $100 in overweight fees. But that would have been outside the box thinking for this idiot. <laughs> who she, she couldn't drive between the lines. I would have expected more outside the lines kind of thinking, but she couldn't manage that. And she couldn't manage to stay in between the lines this morning on the way to the airport. It was, it was quite a ride. You know, you know what you should have asked her when she was describing how big the bag was, was it bigger than a cello? (laughs) Cause you can carry that on apparently. (laughs) Cause I know how to deal with that. All right. Do you have any other travel stories? New Orleans apparently has a new airport. Okay. I I got off the plane in New Orleans, walked through the terminal and went, this is not the New Orleans airport. I remember I have not been to New Orleans since before COVID. Um, It's a fairly regular trade show destination, right? So I'm there, but I haven't been there. They apparently opened this new airport three years ago. (laughs) I haven't been there in five. Wow, this is really nice. Holy cow. This The old airport was a dump and it desperately needed to be replaced. They've done a really nice job with the new airport in New Orleans. Just thought I'd throw that out there. Just to soon not spend any time there. If I'm spending time in the airport, it's because I'm stuck. How do you get me to LaGuardia? Can you get me to LaGuardia from here? <laughs> yes, they can do that. It's particularly if you're flying Delta. Uh, are you watching anything? Uh, Lisa and I finished watching Wrexham. So we watched the, the final two episodes that were left and, uh, yeah, interesting. Uh, the second to last, uh, episode was an interesting episode there with 18 episodes. They got plenty of time to work on different storylines. So, uh, anyway, we wrapped that up and, um, on, on to other things. Once, once Lisa's <laughs> here, once either I'm here or Lisa's like when we're both here for more than, uh, 36 or 48 hours at a time. So, uh, that's the one we, we, we finished and we continue to watch, uh, the great British, uh, baking show. How about you? Uh, I too finished Wrexham. Yes. And I, I managed to not know how the season turned out. So if anybody hasn't watched it yet, um, I'm like, Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I, I managed to also not know. So I was actually like, I wonder if they're going to do it. <laughs> like, geez, you know, this, this was like a year ago. You could probably find out. <laughs> no. <laughs> yep. Uh, and I also on Saturday, Amy and I went up to Fort Dodge and watched the state cross country meet because <laughs> my, my nephew ran for the boys team for Pella and my niece ran for the girls team for Pella. Both of them ran in the state cross country meet. Lizzie finished 35th in the state in the girls meet as a freshman. And Zach finished 72nd in the boys meet overall as a senior in his last race. And both the Pella girls and the Pella boys were state champions. Awesome. It was pretty darn cool. And it does make sense to have the um, 
to have the cross country uh, meet the state cross country meet in Fort Dodge. Uh, Cause if you're in Fort Dodge, you want to run away as fast as you can. <laughs> Is that fair? Is that fair? Is that fair for me to say? No argument there. <laughs> Guys, the race is over. We're not far enough away yet. <laughs> Why are we running in a loop? Shouldn't we just be running in a straight line? <laughs> just as far away as possible. Oh, I learned something today. Okay. I uh, opened my phone and had a charge on my Apple credit card that I did not recognize. Okay. Now, a month ago, I also had a charge on my Apple card that I did not recognize. Both of these charges were from the same company. Mm. I protested the one a month ago. And Apple said, because my card was compromised, they needed to send me a new card. So they sent me a new card. That was a month ago. And then yesterday, there was another charge from the same company on the card that Apple said was compromised. And they sent me a new card. I don't know what is going on over at Apple, but it's um, the, the credit card itself is is managed by goldman sucks wait hold on that's goldman sachs maybe i was right the first time um it took me well five different people on the text because they they would prefer that you text to support right and have a text conversation for their support they kept bumping me around and around and around to a different department to a different department to solve it Eventually, they said, oh, yeah, we can't solve this. Well, you're going to have to call. So I called. The first person that I talked to couldn't solve it. But the seventh person that I talked to today did manage to finally solve my problem. You got to give them credit for persistence. <laughs> I did not know how difficult it would be to work through credit card fraud with Apple, but I now know the answer is very. I I will say, because I, I <clears throat> this weekend, I was going through trying to figure out all the charges and enter it into documents to, hey, how much money did we spend this week, this month and everything else? And what I will tell you is uh, I can never get my spreadsheet to match Apple's numbers. Huh? No matter what I do, I can go back and I, we all have the same numbers. Number, 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 add it all up different every month, every month. I just assume it's a rounding error in their favor every time. So <laughs> Lisa then comments, why can't they be like everybody else and just give me a quick and file? Why do they have to be special? They're not special. This is worse. Yes. Yes, it is. Welcome to Apple. Well, we've improving credit cards. No, you're not. No, nope. you're not. Nope. I don't, nope. I don't think that word improving means what you think it means. <laughs> <laughs> because we partnered Apple's... with Goldman Sachs. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> That's not going to fix anything. <laughs> sure. If I want to do a leverage buyout of a small Central American country, I call Goldman Sachs, but not to buy some Twizzlers. Fine. Whatever. I mean, realistically, though, the credit card works like most of the other stuff that Apple does. When it works, it just works. Yep. And when it doesn't, I don't know what to tell you, Jeb. <laughs> we got nothing for you. <laughs> <laughs> how, how about you? Did you learn anything good? So after traveling for two weeks and going to conferences and being in the same room with thousands and thousands of people this weekend, um, I, I, I've been sick since this weekend. And 
kind of cold, you know, whatever. And of course it's like Saturday. I'm like, oh, I think I'm getting sick. And Lisa, are you getting sick? I'm, like, I'm getting sick. And she has to go travel. I'm like, oh, great. This is not now, now that we're living in, you know, in these times, having a cold doesn't mean just having a cold. It means now I got to go get the long Q-tip and go make my eyes water <laughs> and then do a home chemistry set to figure out, <laughs> do I just have a cold or is it more? And of course, the instructions on the home test kit also says that this produces more false negatives than laboratory tests, which that's a polite way of saying we're we're like Major League Baseball umpires <laughs> when it comes to strike zones. Some are better than others, and we're not great. We're kind of Angel Hernandez. <laughs> not not Pat Hoberg, who apparently had a perfect game the other night. By the way, by the way, MLB only releases the one guy that supposedly has a perfect game, which, by the way, if you look at the strike zone, it was well outside the strike zone. That tells you why it's a perfect game, because basically, yeah. If I gave you as much room and Dwayne guessed the number as Major League Baseball gives the umpires on the strike zone, you two would have a perfect record. I'm just saying that. So anyway, um, I'm let's be clear. I'm terrible at Dwayne guessed the number. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Not he all was, of which is within, entirely my within, fault. Yeah, no, no. Some of that's my design. But um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so. So I do the thing, wait 15 minutes, test isn't positive. Maybe I just have a cold. All right, well, guess maybe I just have a cold. Sunday, Monday, now Monday, and I'm, I'm feeling better but not great, and I'm thinking, I don't know, who knows, how many of these tests do you have to take? To, I, you know what? I'm going to check again, get another long Q-tip, start crying again. <laughs> That's how you know it's working. <sighs> <laughs> And it's still negative. And now I'm like, we are, this is just, it used to be, I have a cold. It sucks. I'm going to get through it. Now it's, I have a cold. Is it a cold or is it something else? I'll take a test. The test doesn't really tell me anything. <laughs> maybe, maybe it does. Maybe it, oh, like, oh, this is, this is going to start getting rough now. Like, this is just. Remember when things were simple and you had a cold or you didn't have a cold and now welcome to, I don't know what this is, uh, take some DayQuil or quarantine for 10 days. The call's yours. Music's Happy Boy by Kevin McLeod. You can subscribe to Talking to Todd. No, wait, not yet. Sorry, hold on. You can subscribe to Talking to Todd wherever you get your pods. Just search Talking. And then number two, no Gino space. You can also search for either of our names. And it also shows up that way. We have a page on Facebook. You can tweet us on Facebook. You can check out our award-winning merch on Zazzle. You can leave us a voicemail at 515-ALSO-CPA. You can stop by and see us at the Tube City Home Office. Please don't do that. But if you do, please don't hit a golf ball into the Grand Canyon. It's a good note. Uh, you can check out our mostly clean Naperville drains. Thanks as always to our listeners and our sponsors, Toddler3187. The other Taylor Farms Family Foundation, even though we only kind of did their segment this week, and DJ to go Cedar Valley. Your five star DJ in the Cedar Valley says, as always, and as always, send us your feedback to feedback at natad.com. Todd? Uh, real time follow up the Fort Dodge Growth Alliance would like to uh, rebut uh, my previous statement and point out that the Greater Fort Dodge Growth Alliance is an efficient organization whose mission is to unify and cooperate, accountable economic and community development to enhance the quality of life in Fort Dodge, Iowa, and the region. Please don't sue. <laughs> the lawyers made us do that. Kevin's Kevin's back in the back working on his pre-law degree and it's like guys guys you better guys thanks
it's a lovely town. It's one of the nicest towns in Iowa that has a prison in it. Wait, Kevin, what? That's not a prison? Oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> it just feels like a prison. It doesn't. Oh, just, wait. So, just no. kind of does. Oh, yeah, never mind. Sorry. <laughs> well, we tried to clean it up this week. We'll definitely be cleaning that up next week. <laughs> we'll be back. We're here. We're talking to Todd. By the way, uh, one of the other idiots actually should could have been follow up to a previous conversation. Remember all the problem you had, you know, mailing stuff and how it took like goes across the country and does all the weird. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I saw a story that said that uh, about 28,000 people in southern Utah didn't get their mail in ballots um, yet. And Utah is a all mail in state. And so they went to figure out what happened to them. And uh, they were printed in a suburb of Salt Lake City, and the ballots were then turned over to a shipping company to get them to southern Utah. That shipping company then outsourced it to another shipping company, and the ballots went from Salt Lake City to Las Vegas to Dallas, wait for it, back to Salt Lake City. No. (laughs) Took a tour of the Western United States before being dropped off at the United States Postal Service office in Salt Lake City. All you had to do was pick up the ballots and drop them off. And they went on a two-week journey. And my thought is, and actually, to be honest, the the printers said, "This, this isn't the Postal Service fault. This isn't a nefarious thing. We hired a company to ship these to the postal service, and they made a made a mistake. <laughs> oh, and my thought was, yeah, no, that sounds about right. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Oh, so yeah, there you go. Oh, local delivery, just drop it off at the corner, huh? Yep. Hey, bud, got him to Dallas. <laughs> what? What? Uh, yeah, postal service. Not their fault. That's a great slow slogan. <laughs> United States Postal Service, not our fault. Not our this fault. This time.